Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle have won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We have got our countdown, according to NRL.com, of the... It's not the top 10 plays of the week this week. It is, of course, the top five. Obviously, we had a lot less footy played on the weekend than the last few weekends. So instead of doing a top 10, they've done a top five. I was actually thinking a top 10 plays uh, from two games would have been a pretty big day. So good to see them narrow it down to five. We're going to give our live reaction for you guys. Now, if you haven't listened to one of these before, you will hear the audio from the game. I will pause it and give my live reaction to each and every one of the plays. Obviously, picking a top five this weekend, it's going to be very, very tough, but I have got a few in mind that I think might get a feature, so it's going to be a sensational episode. Really looking forward to getting stuck into this. As I said, guys, live reaction, I have not watched these yet, so I'm very, very keen to see which ones pop up. All right, let's kick off with number five, the number five, top five moment of round, what is it, week two of the NRL finals, according to NRL.com. Wade to sand and Smith. Genuinely, I thought Sandon Smith and this play, I thought this was going to be number one. I think if the Roosters would have won this game, I think it probably would have been. I thought this was tremendous. And I've been a huge Sandon Smith fan. I didn't really know much about him before the season, but little things I've seen of him throughout the year, he has really, really excited me. And I think it becomes very interesting now for the Roosters. What do they do with Connor Watson? I mean, is he the best choice 14 at the club? Or could it potentially be Sandon Smith? He can cover more positions. He's shown in finals footy. He can stand up and deliver. As I've said a number of times in reviews and everything this week so far, I don't think the Roosters would have won last week against Cronulla if he wasn't playing, and I don't think they would have been as close in this game. This was tremendous. He gets out of dummy half. Got to remember, he's not a hooker as well, I don't think. I think he's come through as a halfback. Comes off his left foot. I think it's Nelson Asafa-Solomona. Leaves him for absolute dead. Drops it off to Radley and then goes again. And I love 
good ball players, they know that if they run once, they go again. They've got the opposition on the back foot. They go again. He looks up. He just assesses what's going on. He waits for a Melbourne Storm defender just to get slightly out of position, and he throws a brilliant pass to Lindsay Collins, an absolute cracker. Shout-out to Lindsay Collins. He's obviously had a tremendous year as well. We can't sleep on him. Every time you just need a big moment and you just throw the ball somewhere or you kick it somewhere, guess who's fucking there? The Roosters front row forward, the Queensland's front row forward. Incredible year from Lindsay Collins, doing tremendous stuff. But Sandon Smith, this play is all about him. Back-to-back plays, huge moments in finals footy. He comes on fresh and he absolutely picks them apart. I've been so impressed with him this year. And for me, he has to be in the Roosters 17 next year. I, I genuinely do think I would be picking this guy at 14 over Connor Watson when he is fit. But Connor obviously hasn't had the chance to play over the last year. So we've got to give him a chance to respond. But geez... Sandon Smith has really, really impressed me. And there are rumours around that Connor Watson could be leaving the Roosters. I'll tell you what, if I'm Trent Robinson, I love Connor. He's a fantastic guy. But, geez, if Connor was to leave and there was an opportunity to, to free up a you know a few hundred K on their salary cap and run with Sandon, I think I'd be okay with doing it. I think it would be a good business decision. But a fantastic uh, end of the season for Sandon Smith. He has come on leaps and bounds, and I think he's going to be a really important guy for the Roosters over the next couple of years. Let's move to moment number four. Johnson, it's a shot down off the middle blink. Well, fancy footwork from Adam from the Woodlake. AFB, what a season he has had. Scoring tries left, right, and center. I think that might have been try number nine. Don't quote me on that. Haven't done my research, but I think it's somewhere up around that mark. He has been sensational this year, and we spoke about uh, in the coach's clipboard about how the Warriors would look to move the forward move the forward pack around, use guys a little bit wider, et cetera, et cetera. And you really saw, obviously, Dill Walker scored a fantastic try through the middle. Tohu Harris moved the ball all night. And AFB, he actually only had 10 touches of the football the entire night. But if you go back and watch the game, a lot of his best work he did was on decoys. And we've spoken about this before with AFB. He is such a big body that you always have to overcommit to him. And I genuinely think they scored this try because they didn't give the ball to AFB as much as they usually do. They use him as a decoy a lot, which I really like the play because this guy is as dangerous with the ball as he is without it. They put him in a really good spot here, a little bit wider than what you usually see uh, front row forwards, but they do this with AFB all the time. And I think it's brilliant coaching by Andrew Webster, the different spots that he puts him in and the guys he puts around him. Um, you know, the Newcastle Knights defense, they stood next to no hope of stopping this guy when he was at full flight. So a fantastic play there, and he's had a brilliant season, AFB. And that was sort of in that first 15 minutes. You've got to remember as well, the play before that, Wade Egan got held over the line, probably controversially. I thought it probably was a try, to be fair. Uh, but by the rules, it went upstairs, no try, and we didn't have um, 100% evidence. So I get it. But yeah, AFB, a brilliant try here. And Sean Johnson, this 15 minutes was an absolute masterclass. I've got a feeling uh, we might see a little bit more of Sean Johnson in this clip as well. Let's move to moment number three. Live from Amy Park, the Roosters trying to cause the upset. Well, here it is if they want it. Yeah, it goes to Sam Walker. He's got time. He stabs at it. He's kicked the goal. The Roosters lead the game 13-12. He massaged it over. A little late on and just, just punched it. Yep. Sammy Walker coming up with a big play there for the Sydney Roosters. Of course, it didn't end up winning them this game of football. It did last week, uh, but a big play here by Sam Walker. And, I mean, you know, he's he's the youngest halfback running around in the finals uh, this year. And, you know, he's had two moments to ice games, and he's now both of them. Granted, his team didn't win one of those games, uh, and he was probably... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Lucky to not give away a penalty that cost them the, the game at the back end. But, you know, two big moments that he had to ice and he's nailed both of them. And I had people in the comments say to me, oh, it was a shit kick. He didn't hit it well. But he knew exactly what he was doing. And this is why, if you listen to that commentary, you've got Freddie, you've got Joey, these sort of guys who pointed out that he sort of stabbed at it. He meant to do this. He was keeping control of the football. And I think it just shows another level of maturity. You get guys in this position, they just try and kick the living shit out of the football. Sam Walker, he knew where he was on the field. He knew the exact kick that he needed. He knew what was the high percentage play to get the ball over the uh, over the uh, bar and he nailed it. So shout out to Sam Walker. I think he's had a very, very good final series. I think this kid is developing very quickly. It's wild to think that this guy in two finals games in a row, you know, he's only played 30 or 40 games or whatever it might be, pro- probably a little bit more than that to be fair. Uh, but, you know, he's the guy that when the Roosters need a big moment, when they need to break a game open in finals, they've turned to him twice and he's delivered twice. Um, but 10 weeks ago, he wasn't in the side. And for the last eight weeks, he couldn't get into the side. So it is pretty impressive what Sam Walker has managed to do, especially at the age he's at. I just think he's got such a big future in our game. And I really enjoyed watching him the last two weeks. As I, as I said in the rapid review, I think it was, um, you know, there was, a, the, there was a clip going around social media of him having a bit of a tantrum on the field because he didn't get the ball blowing up at people. Once again, this is exactly what you want your halfbacks to do. And at the age he's at, to have that sort of confidence, to be yelling and screaming at blokes like that, I just love to see it. And, you know, Andrew Johns is very similar to that, Joe. He used to throw the mouth guard, have temper tantrums all the time because he was passionate and he fucking cared. Sam Walker cares. He is a proper competitor. He doesn't hide away defensively at all. He goes at the game, and I just love how involved he is. I thought the first 20 minutes, SJ, uh, sorry, in SJ's game, he had the, his fingerprints all over the ball. Sam Walker was very similar in his game as well. So shout out to Sammy Walker. Uh, it's been a fantastic way to end of the season. He sort of showed the Roosters, hey, when we get to big-time moments, I'm still the guy that you need. Let's move to no moment number two. Now, here the Warriors in attacking position again. Harris. Johnson. Here's the ball to Berry. What an easy Lesniak. Back to Berry. Oh, yes. Rocco Berry. How did he score that? Rocco Berry. You're kidding me. Rocco Berry comes in at moment number two, and we spoke about him on Instagram the other day, and I'm really glad that this one got a feature in here. Uh, Rocco Berry was a guy when he, he actually made his debut the same night as Reese Walsh, and I remember we were really excited about both of them, but obviously Reese Walsh was the big guy to watch there, and I, I remember that night we posted a picture of Reese Walsh and Roger Tuovasashek running out together. Sort of said this might be a changing of the guard moment, and, you know, of course, Reese Walsh, he ended up leaving, but he blew it away that night, and Rocco Berry was really good. It did take Rocco Berry a long time to work his way into first grade. Uh, But this is the reality of young centres. It takes time. It's not easy. You look back at, you know, guys like, you know, Justin Hodges. It took him a long time in first grade as well. He was, you know, a young star and whatnot. But it took him a long time to really understand the subtleties of playing centre. And sometimes you've got to back these guys in and you've got to let them play 30 or 40 games. You've got to let them make mistakes. You've got to let them fuck up here and there. You've got to let them let the team down occasionally for them to be able to develop and learn. And I think the Warriors, they deserve a lot of credit for the way they've managed Rocco Berry. I remember talking to Peter O'Sullivan a couple of years ago. He fought 
absolutely he threw the kitchen sink to get Rocco buried there and it was a tremendous job that he did and I think it's going to pay big big dividends for the Warriors over the next few years there would have been so much temptation to go out and just buy a solid centre at so many different points over the last two years when, when Rocco Berry was underperforming uh, making errors missing tackles etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, but he has been tremendous this year and I really I genuinely do think this is a real coming of age moment for him and I think he's going to be a fan favourite of the Warriors for quite some time. It wouldn't surprise me if he joins that sort of that sort of legacy of those really damaging outside backs, whether it be Manu, Clinton Torpy, uh, you know, so many guys that have been there for so long. And that combination of him and DWZ uh, outside of SJ, my God, it's going to be a problem next year because he is going to go from level to level to level. Sensational to see from Rocco Berry. Obviously, that right side has been tremendous this year. And I thought that Rocco Berry came up with a number of very good plays throughout the season that DWZ finished and he got all the attention and SJ probably got the try assist. But I think Rocco Berry has been very steady this year. And you can just see even in this play, he catches, he props for a second, and he passes. He doesn't overplay his hand. He just gets it right every single time. And it was great to see in a big moment, Dallin, cover defense, got him, he offloaded, and then Rocco Berry showed what he could do. Go and watch that try again. He had no right to score that whatsoever. Bodies all over him. He couldn't. He had to keep the ball off the ground to make sure he scored. Tremendous effort. He is going to be one hell of a player, Rocco Berry. Let's move to moment number one, according to NRL.com. What a try this was. Uh, obviously, this one went right down to the wire. It was essentially the last play of the game. Uh, and, you know, Cam Munster, they put themselves in a pretty poor position as far as field goal-wise, which I thought, geez, what are they doing here? But Cam Munster just came up with the perfect kick in the perfect moment. Just put it in the air. The weight was very good. It was perfect. And Will Warbrick, for him to get up. And, like, shout-out to Junior Ponga. I mean, fuck, it wasn't a bad leap. He just got outdone in the air. He did everything he possibly could there. Uh, but Will Warbrick, wow, he's obviously come over from New Zealand rugby uh, last year. He played, you know, Queensland Cup. It took him a long time to get into first grade. And even when he got into first grade, he looked very shaky. But once again, it takes time. Obviously, Warbrick had a very different part of his career than what Rocco Berry is. He's had a lot more experience and he's really started to warm to first grade. And you know, as the season went on, I sort of thought, geez, is he going to be in their best 17? Come the bright lights, is Will Warbrick going to be there? And thank God he was, because he came up with the biggest play of his NRL career so far. And what a moment for the Melbourne Storm to win it like that. They'll take so much confidence out of this. And you just, you can't keep Cam Munster quiet for long. And I know it was just a kick, I get it. But I'll tell you what, there's not many guys. And you know what? If I had to pick, like, on a skill tester, where does Cam Munster fit on crossfield bombs? Probably not overly high. Not, like, sky high, obviously. I'd rather Reynolds. I'd rather Cleary. I'd probably rather DCE. There's a number of guys I'd rather have. But when it comes down to that clutch moment, you have to just produce something out of nothing to win a game from nowhere. Cam Munster, very, very hard to ignore. A sensational moment for Will Warbrick and a sensational moment for for the Melbourne Storm, one that their fans will remember for a very, very long time. Shout out to NRL.com. Absolutely love this sort of content that they put out. I love that they went to a top five, a top 10. Probably would have been a very, very tough gig coming from two games. Hopefully they do it again next weekend and we can have this same content next Monday. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.